few know what it means to be reborn a sensate. A what? She saw her. But that's just the beginning. I can feel you. But you're not really here, are you? You are no longer just you. You'll start to feel strange things. Anger and joy and pain. Pleasure without any reason. We have seven other selves now. We can access each other's knowledge, language, skills. This is The Script, the official podcast of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. My screenwriters tonight are Christina Leith Malin and Olu Anamashan. I'm David Negrin, the host for this evening. We're doing TV. It is the first script TV podcast in a really long time. And we're doing the Wachowskis. We're doing Sense8 from Netflix. Just dropped this weekend. Uh... Guys, did you watch it right away, or did you watch it when we decided to do the podcast? Yeah, I was like super, super excited for it. So I definitely started watching June 5th. Fantastic. What, what got what what drew you in? Because I'm interested. Because this is these these shows on Netflix are not advertised in the traditional way. You don't see posters for them necessarily. You don't see commercials on on other Netflix shows or uh, then you know they don't have a channel so how did you know about it uh, I'm on Netflix way too often <laughs> oh, okay so you did get like ads from Netflix in between like right. I don't know recommendation or what they have like a original series trailer when you first open up to their homepage once in a while so that was one of the big things but also if you uh-huh. like ride the subway often enough like one of yeah, they do have posters i did yeah. see one campaign. i i think the poster for this is terrible like it oh, doesn't, yeah. it, it's like tells you nothing about what the show is it's really um i mean sci-fi shows in general are tough to get people to tune in so um so the i don't think the marketing for this was really great but um i mean and it's a huge thing for the sci-fi universe cuz there's the Wachowskis are two of the biggest names in the sci-fi universe, um, and uh, Straczynski is huge in the sci-fi universe. If you're a Babylon Five fan or if you're a comic book fan, um, you guys, either of you, watch Babylon Five? No, I was that not a that one's before your time, Olu. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what that is. And be happy about that. Be happy about that. I like Babylon 5. There was a couple good seasons. There was a couple good seasons. Dish 9. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of Star Star Trek spinoffs. But no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It it was during the Next Generation um, and the Star Trek, uh, the uh, DS9 and Voyager years. But Babylon 5 had its own... Mythology that I really liked. Um, J. Michael Straczynski was the the showrunner on that, and he writes, uh, co-writes with Andy and Lana Wachowski um, on Sense Eight, and directs several of the episodes. Andy and Lana, the Wachowskis did, I think, the pilot, the second episode, and then the finale. Um, the let's see. 
the thing is, so far as a marketing campaign, a lot of models, a lot of broadcast models, a lot of cable models are trying to go digital, trying to keep up with VOD. So I, I feel like Netflix in itself is in a, such a great position. They don't have to fight for a couple of hours on ABC because people already love them and they're already a hev- like a heavy hitter in the digital market and certainly on the online arena that they don't have to like cast a wide net and say, please watch, because they've got tons of s- subscribers. Now you make a great, great point. The, the streaming studio model doesn't require the pilot opening weekend drop to be as huge as a network does because the network lives and lives and dies by the first couple of the ratings of the first couple of episodes um i think one of the things we can talk about tonight is also the series for the streaming studios are also written differently because of this because the expectations are not as high commercials a lot and and the and the binge viewing opportunity, I think the pilots are written differently, and they may or may not be what uh, screenwriters trying to break in should follow. Um, I think there's some good things about the streaming series pilots that we can learn, and there's some really bad habits of the streaming series pilots that we shouldn't encourage, and we can talk about that tonight. Um, but first, I just want to like go around and. Tell me what you think of the, the series. I think we're going to focus this podcast on the pilot and maybe a little further, maybe the second episode. I don't want to get too much into the series because we want to keep it focused on how do you write an original pilot um, sure. and use Sense8's pilot as our case study. So, <laughs> so Christina, I'm going to call on you first if you don't mind. General thoughts on Sense8. I I think it's you can tell right off the bat it was written by people that have a lot of experience with cinema and the cinematic view right down to Bollywood numbers, mm-hmm. right down to the way it was shot, I, which is a good and a bad thing. I think it's a it's a good thing because it's fresh, it's new, it kind of flips the whole television model. But it's also a tricky thing because you're talking about um, having a long idea, and I, I I'm. I'm on the fence with this because I feel like they're playing this out like heroes, and it's tricky. And they're, uh, they're it's we're six minutes in, we got the heroes, <laughs> the heroes uh, connection. Yeah, but you know, it had to happen. Keep going, please, please. All right. So, so the the thing is, how do you how do you how do you place it? My big one of my biggest issues with it is I think it's it's like. It's like when you make a big stew and you have too many ingredients. Like, yeah. you're hitting on transgender. You've got a Bollywood theme. You've got uh, gay Mexicans. You just want to tap on so many hot you've got a, issues. You've got a police procedural. Right. Yeah. Are you really connecting them properly? Or are you using this loose piece of thread to say that I want to speak to all these issues in my head? You know? I'm no, I mean, I mean just that, that is that from is serious to to very like you can't go from like a little a little boy in the hood getting shot and like almost dying to death to a Bollywood dance sequence. It's strange. It's hard. And and just saying just because their minds connect, I feel like maybe in the third and fourth episode, they're doing really good. Um, they're weaving it a lot better. But early on, the first the first couple of episodes, it's a stretch. And they're they're like, just trust us because we did the Matrix. We're pretty awesome so just follow us on this trail you know take a blue pill take a red pill but you know 
I don't know. You can't just say, oh, so a transgender gay Mexican guy and a little black boy that got shot in the hood. Oh, and an AIDS yeah. mother from Nairobi. Yes. And they all have the same. And, you know, an underprivileged, or not underprivileged, but an Asian woman that's not being treated fairly. All of these tropes that are like, yes. it's just the mental <laughs> thing, really. Uh, 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 that That's the central issue with this series is how ambitious they're trying to be with this multi-plot uh, format, right? This is, mu- this is multi-plot... Yeah. Um, this is multi-plot the same way Crash is multi-plot as a feature film the same way. Yeah, I give you Crash is another one. But see, but the Magnolia, thing was- like feature films that are multi-plot. You know, you go to Heroes. Um, that was another uh, multi-plot series. I mean, but they, Crash but we, is we a have different to, one. We have- Crash and all the ones that, were, that came, like, not Syriana, the other Brad Pitt one where he's in, in the desert, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, prob- the problem, this, I, I have to finish seeing the rest Babel, of it. I'm thinking of Babel. Babel, yeah. yeah. They knew where they were going to land, and it was kind of like they already saw the basket woven, and so they just un they unwove it. <laughs> with that, <laughs> they And they started backwards. at the unwoven. They, they worked exactly. backwards, yeah. But they, no, and, they they knew where it was all going to land. At the very end, that you were all satisfied, and you you saw it all come together, and you knew that was you know this doesn't feel like that mm-hmm. yet. That's that's the challenge with multi plot, whether it's being told on television in 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 t- twelve episode Netflix series, or whether it's a two hour ensemble film. If you're going to do multi plot. There needs to be, there doesn't need to be plot integration, but there needs to be at least thematic integration exactly. of, the, of the stories. They can't, I'll go with them. They could call bullshit on all of us, say, like, yeah, until you've seen all 12 of them, leave us alone. Don't podcast about us. But, yes. And they all need to be serious, or they all need to be, need to be a musical. It, it, you can't jump between, like, content, thematic content like that. Well, I think you may, you're saying you're, they're jump, jumping between tones. That's mm, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Well, no, but that's no. I'm just saying that's a, that's a trouble. That's a trouble because you, in all, all screenwriters have to make sure that their scenes transition transition tonally correctly. Um, especially right, if right. you have an A, even if you're just a feature film with an A plot and a B plot. Um, but if you're so, there's t- always if, a theme. The theme is the the each episode. You know, has uh, like the fighter is the scene the theme uh, for the third one. But there's still like the goof. Well, I, I, I'm actually going to retract this and you could just edit this out because I actually feel like in the third episode, they keep a serious tone and there's no Bollywood dancing. And even the jokes and the whole Mexico plot, it becomes mm-hmm. it's becoming all more serious. Mm-hmm. But the first two were just a little all over the place for me. OK, Olu, what was your first impressions of the pilot and the beginning of the series? Um, so I really liked it from the beginning. Uh, I I, again, I think a lot of the tropes that we were talking about earlier, like the go-lucky African with the AIDS mother and then the quiet Asian woman with like, but also has fighting skills. Like all those tropes started to annoy me after a while. Right. Oh my gosh. I yeah. didn't realize that she's Japanese and she can, she can do Kung Fu. Right. I didn't realize that. And like the Japanese. Indian woman who's engaged, but doesn't love the woman, the man that he's, she's engaged to. And I was like, oh my God, why these tropes? Like. So many cool, like, complex stories could have come out of this or, like, at least, like, complicate the archetypes a little bit. I don't know. There was just, like, yes, so many. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 
there's so many tropes. Like every single person was a trope. Like the cop with the heart of gold with daddy issues. It was like, no, <laughs> no. And we have and and we actually we even though uh I think the the Wachowskis are breaking ground with with their trans character, I think they're beginning to use uh, the the trope of the 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 transgender character who um <clears throat> who comes out and deals with uh inter LGBT LGBT community trouble as well as um acceptance into the world but I, I have a big no on that. <clears throat> no. You have yeah. a problem with that? Okay, I, I have too. a total problem with that because it's already been done the right way. Transparent, it's already been done the right the way. Transparent it's was new excellent. Black. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, it's not saying, okay, granted, there are tons of black characters out there, good and bad. So yeah, maybe there could be tons of transgender characters out there, good and bad. But, you know, if you're close to the world, don't go for, pro- like, don't go for the total, uh, transparent, doing it right. Transparent did it right because they're not they're it not was, harping on it. It's they're not. It's, it's about the, it's not a it's not a a gimmick. It's it, it's the uh, soul of the story. But I will I will defend the Wachowskis here, even though I'm like the, the white male on the straight white male on the podcast. If you look at their I gave it away. I gave it away. And so the the uh their history, if you look back at the Matrix, uh, that was before Lana transitioned, there yep. was a character, they had uh, Switch, her name was actually Switch, and originally in the, ser- in the script, she was a woman in the real world, and then when she went into the Matrix, she was a man, but they took it out of the script, uh, because the, this was before they had power. And they yeah. thought it was confusing. And I did if, not know that. Yeah. And uh, the, if you look at um, Cloud Atlas, Lana Wachowski wrote about how the Sonmi character, who was the, the Asian woman uh, who plays the uh, Japanese woman in Sense8, was a revolutionary character who um, was who everyone was, uh, she was trying to change the world's mindset, but there were people there who wanted to kill her and crucify her. And she was sort of representing, um, uh, transgender, transgender politics there. And she had a quote that I read online that was, um, and this, I mean, I just brought up cloud Atlas and we need to bring up cloud Atlas if we're going to talk about sense eight, because there's a lot of parallels. But if you look at, the idea of being on a body that is not your own. Yeah. Right. Um, there's a bigger theme there that maybe this, that Sense8 as a series, um, even Cloud Atlas as a film, uh, the interconnectedness of everyone. If, you, if you're a person who is born in a body that's not your own, you, you can see where the theme of interconnectedness and, and feeling, uh, like multiple people at one time could yeah. could resonate and and that comes out in Cloud Atlas comes out in um Sense 8 and uh I don't know so I think it, maybe there's more to explore there I'm actually not I'm not harping on saying it's bad and I No, I, I think they they had of- like a pretty pretty basic like intro scene although they had the sex scene first yeah. that was great Was it great? I thought it was so weird. 
I what, feel like what was weird about it. I think it was weird for me seeing as just like in the media nowadays, we've heard from like Janet Mock and we heard from LeBron Cox, this like thing around just knowing about trans people and like genitalia and sex and so on and so forth. So I just thought it was really weird if we're pushing this idea of trans issues and what it means to be trans and not really thinking about the physical aspect of that to have the first scene in which we're introduced to our trans character. Sexual as being like a super sexual ah. being See, that I had that issue too. I'm, I, I have two things I want to say here. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they did like San Francisco. And then there was like, no, they did sex. Have <laughs> right. Cause well, it's liberal bastion. This is the problem though. This is what, okay. One thing I would have been happy. I'm not knocking just, just backtracking. I'm not knocking saying transparent, and orange has more validity, but I just feel like the the trans story was so bland and coming from the writers, I would have even been if if she could have done it, like her story, I think would have made a great plot for her being someone who transitions during their rise in Hollywood. Mm. you know just I just feel like that was it was kind of a, a whole hum transgender. Also right. to what you just said about the sex. If you take note in the the pilot, and I think a little bit into the um, first episode, name the character, name the the, gen- the gender preferences of the sexualized characters. Why? The gay man and the transgender are the only uh, people sexualized. Mm-hmm. No, we don't know the we don't know the sex lives of the other people. Okay. Right. But no, but I'm saying no, but there's there no one's had a sex scene except for a gay man has had a sexualized scene You're with right. his partner and the transgender opens right. So, right. So one of the things on the original pilot checklist that we use the screenwriters collective, there's eight things that we use on the pilot checklist that you're supposed to do. One of the main things is introduce your core cast, which means you introduce them in a scene that tells us who their character is, what their flaws and their gifts are. And so what you're saying is if you introduce the gay character and the trans character in a sexual scene... Uh, it's not even sexual. Each you're, person, you're marginalizing who, what the character is. You're limiting what the character is. I, I don't mind it. And I to, don't, to be fair, most of the characters in, this, in the pilot were introduced very blandly. Yes. Because <laughs> the, the other introductions were this guy's a cop, right? <laughs> This girl's a DJ. This girl's a businesswoman. This girl's getting married, and this girl, this guy, the mob guy in Germany. I don't even know what his introduction was. <laughs> so the most of the introductions Agreed. really didn't explain a lot. So and, does that mean the writers were going to actually have a gay transgender piece, and they had to flower it with straight people to to get it accepted? Is that what we're saying? I wouldn't be. I I don't know. Maybe that's uh, their perspective. I think. I think really. Look, this is a sci-fi series. Let's. We're getting really deep on the character stuff here. The Wachowskis love to do sci-fi. Okay, they love. Yep. They love to bring the the. You know, Cloud Atlas showed was like their first. Uh, a, you know, bite at the apple and doing like an ensemble sci-fi series, uh, in in a feature film format. So. You know, when you go to sci-fi and you're doing action and uh, you're you've got spaceships and lasers, character development isn't uh, as important. Although, you know, anyone who watched Battlestar Galactica would disagree with me. Uh, but but this show this show is a drama, right? Yep. Right. 
This okay. show is a drama, so <laughs> I think we're it's va- our, the comments we're making on the the shallowness of the introduction of all the characters is valid. I'm remiss; I have not seen Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I haven't either. Oh, okay. Well, so then then. I'll just say Cloud Atlas was an ensemble film. It had a theme about interconnectedness. Actually, the interconnectedness was somewhat emotionally resonant in that film, more so than in the pilot of this series. Did you guys feel that you understood the series just leaving the pilot? No. 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 See, I, I had to... I had to no, I'm thinking about it. I gotta think about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um... Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, I knew... The, see, the thing was, when I heard who, the, the writers on board and, and where it was coming from, and then the first thing I actually saw was kind of like the, this new show is breaking transgender rules, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I was kind of, uh, it was spoiler. I didn't know. hear any of that. I didn't know I anything. Totally, I totally did. So then I was just like, okay, that's why I defaulted to heroes. And what mentally, what I defaulted to, to was identity with John Cusack. Um, just for that whole sense of kind of being in someone else's head. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but right, I, right. I think, like I said, what really threw me off was the, was the comedy the comedy, the, the Mexican lightness. comedy, the Bollywood, because now I get the Bolly. Everything now has a serious tone, but the, starting the, off in, so in the, flamboyant. In, in the, just threw in me the in pilot, the the uh, in the pilot, all we got from uh, Kala, who's the the Hindu pharmacist, was that she's engaged to marry a man, and that's it. We didn't get the Bollywood yet. Here's but, another thing. How many how many much, Bollywood actors? I have to I have to call call this out. There are a kajillion Bollywood female actresses, mm-hmm. and the fact that you took the same girl that like less than a month and a half ago did the second best Marigold Hotel, yeah. did the same freaking dance sequence. Are you kidding me? That's like like making Oprah the go to for every mom and every Tyler Perry. It's like, uh. what? Didn't she just do that dance sequence like a month ago? Really? Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> we're not getting into how Hollywood casts, please. That's a whole nother mind. That's a whole nother shit show. Okay, let's stick with our story shit show here. Okay, <laughs> our, our 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 teleplay shit show. So, um, I was gonna say that in terms of a pilot. You one of the main the other things on the screenwriters collective original pilot checklist is you need to introduce the series engine right which is the concept that will generate episode after episode of story and you also need to introduce a season objective right which plants the seeds of of what the series engine episode after episode is going to explore and then finally in the finale resolve at the end of the season, and that's almost almost completely missing in the pilot for Sense Eight. It is completely missing. It's not almost. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We were I talking mean, first about podcast versus. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask Olu. What if if you were looking at just the pilot on its own? What did you get out of? What do you think this show is about? Uh. So. Like just looking from the first like two or like the first minute, 
I was no, like, the f- oh, the, the first, the whole first episode. No, I think it's valid if she takes on like the first ten minutes. Sure, sure, yeah. even better. I, I mean, the first ten minutes, I was like, oh, like this is about like an assassination plot, and we're gonna like try to figure out who's killing off all these people. But then by the end, I was like, oh, I guess this is just a drama about people connecting with each other. But so, wait. Wasn't there a movie like Dollhouse or something? There has to be some type of sci-fi original about people that had connected, like the nine or something, or the four, or you know, where people had connected psych. Absolutely, and there's like a ton of examples. And we start out here with the angel character and Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah represents. <laughs> you know, she can't have an, enough comebacks for me. Blade Runner, I, come on. Slash, come on. Uh, yeah, and so um, Daryl Hannah. I mean, our opening image is a woman sort of writhing in pain, and we're not sure. I can't tell whether it's drugs or sex, drugs or, or sex, or delivering a baby. At some point, somebody <laughs> said that they said that. Are you about to give birth? At some point, I was like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And it was in a church, and I was like, oh, God, we're doing... I was loving the beginning. I I was like, we're doing religion and sci-fi. Please don't do Yes! (laughs) They had me at a low. They just lost me. So you liked the opening? I was a huge fan of it. Okay. It was creepy. It was it was goth. It was dark. It was yeah. Daryl Hannah. She was eating like Willy Wonka chocolate bars and a wrap. Or something. <laughs> I was, was all about she, it. She, she was had, she was eating Willy Wonka crack yeah, bars or whatever. Wrappers. She had the Indian guy in one ear, like you can't see me, but you're going to kill you. And, the, and then she it's had the like, Indian guy from Lost that yeah. threw me off so yeah. much. Because Versus Lo- Broadway guy, I love Lost it. is another like oh. ensemble show that doesn't make sense, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh no, this better not be like, you know, a, a Lost tie-in. So sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so wonderful. I and, and then she's like, oh, and then like all these kids had this like blah blah blah. See, here's the thing, and I would have been on board, although this has been done eight thousand times. If right after that moment. Each of these characters started a journey to find Thank her. Thank you. But they yes. didn't start a journey to find her. They just kind of all kind of wallowed in there. Why do I see you boxing? Why am I in Mumbai? Why is it raining? Because it was raining there. But they didn't take off and, on their journeys. You, yeah. You, 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 you nailed it. This is the trouble, I think, with analyzing. And this is not just because the Wachowskis, I think, are a little bit lazy in their success in old age. But because Netflix or streaming-based studios pilots are – they feel that they have room to do plot development and character development because they assume everyone's going to watch the whole series. And I think it's still – it's lazy writing. I think that um, if you look at a a pilot – especially if you're writing and for our audience who are writing spec pilots – You've got to kick off those journeys after the teaser. Every, totally. every plot needs to start after the teaser. Great, interesting teaser. Make us ask questions. Don't resolve it. Who the hell is Daryl Hannah's character? Mm. Maybe Let's she- rewind this shit. That's great. So, like, basically, Berlin dude steals the diamonds because he needs to get out of the country. DJ Chick gets needs to get to America. Move mm. my girl. No, I can't marry you because my destiny is somewhere. Everyone needs to be charging towards wherever Darren. Exactly. And all that stuff so happens by the... A leave of absence to figure out what's happening to him. 
everyone needs to go on that journey. Right. I don't even know what happened to the dude in Nairobi. I know his bus is not as popular because he doesn't have Batman. <laughs> this is what I would have laid down. His mom would have died on the spot. Like There you go. He would have totally like taken off for some reason to, to find a new life in America like every other. But Christina, boy. you're nailing it, right? In, you know, by the end of the teaser, we're supposed to begin the journey of each plot. And in, in Sense8, we begin the plot's at the end of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. That's what, and it and it and it's about. And at the end of the day, a lot of screenwriting is about density, whether it's plot density or character density. How much are you? And this this thing had plenty of budget to keep it dense. God, I mean, they're shooting all over the world. I don't know. What do you think, Olu? No, I totally agree. Oh my god, I totally agree with everything. <laughs> She disagrees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had a sick budget. You're kidding me. Like, the sickest. They had, like, Avengers budget. Remember when Avengers was, like, saying, oh, we shot here in Russia, we shot here, and all their, like, behind the scenes for this stupid movie? They had Avengers <laughs> money. And Netflix finally got play at the, the Emmys, and now they're like, okay, so now we're making everybody shake in their boots. Now everyone's realizing you can do it in an online stream situation. So we've got it, and we've got it so much, and now Amazon is, like, creeping up on us because of Transparent and other shows. They're doing, like, the um, – what's the one with Bernadette Peters, the theater, the theater opera thing that's an original for Amazon. So not only is Netflix proving their player to the to – the, big studios they're also getting competitions they're like how do we up our game every company no matter how hot you are has to up your game even when you're on top so okay the the brother and sister team lana and her brother they have this great thing they've been kicking around their solid gold it's always always about like a writer director team that's solid gold that people are willing to invest in netflix went there do i think they picked the best piece just because lana and her brother are so hot and matrix blah, blah, blah. i don't necessarily think so but is it kind of a statement piece sure are they trying to cash in on all the transgender caitlin orange transparent yeah totally i think it's fine that now among all these stock characters that we've introduced into tv and film that there's a transgender stock character that's great eventually it'll get as normal as as Right, you know the David. How many prides have you been to? Hmm. Oh, how many prides have you been to? I wouldn't. I I I go to the parade every year because I live in New exactly. York City. Tell me, but you that's, don't have that's a different. good talk, a good drunken night with some of the most interesting, fascinating stories, people, and so it's like, yeah, we could have stock characters. We could have Oprah and every Tyler Perry. <laughs> But the next time I go to like Million Man or whatever March on Washington and I get that great story, it's going to stick in my head for something I write. I'm yeah. not going to run to the stock, especially when I get a blank check because I'm that good. I'm not going to write stock characters anymore. Let's let's look at this. I, I saw a play once where they were – and it was in the, the late 90s where they were criticizing uh, the movie Philadelphia – Really? Uh, the playwright was it was a gay playwright who was talking about Philadelphia and how um, Tom Hanks never kissed his lover in hey, what's uh, Philadelphia I, I heard about oh oh Olu's the young one on the podcast <laughs> disclaimer it's a, it's clearly Tom, Tom Hanks' second Oscar <laughs> nomination um, Denzel Oscar Washington win. Denzel yeah it, it was uh, it's it was about t- it's about a, a 
a lawyer with AIDS in his lawsuit, and um, Tom Hanks won the Oscar for it, and it was it was a bit it was and and so the 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 play that I saw the playwright was criticizing it as being because Tom Hanks never kisses his lover in the movie. Antonio the other, Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Everybody who wouldn't kiss Antonio. Exactly. So then. Um, but then the the playwright also had another character in in his play saying, "Well, look, maybe it was just a movie that so America could see it and say, if Tom Hanks plays gay, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's it was enough that it Pick your battles right, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was enough that they 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 moved the conversation forward that much. And I, so for us to be so hypercritical of the Wachowskis." And the transgender thing, the transgender barriers—they're breaking right now. I think, yeah, it's it's. No, I actually, I'm gonna call bullshit. On we're in the middle. We're, we're in the middle of it happening. Use, no, but then don't use it as part of your marketing ploy, and don't make that some of my. I didn't know it was part of the marketing. That's pretty. Well, the, that's pretty. That's not pretty. the intended, but I'm saying the PR. I, so let's just clarify there's like the marketing where there's the posters blah 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 no it wasn't part of the posters but I think somehow in the the PR train like your person talks to that person to get it on yeah, that newswire that may not even be intentional we, we've got they, we've got um, no, Caitlyn Jenner like three weeks ago and they couldn't have timed that. You know, the media. Like, the you, media. Are you kidding me? The media. Are you kidding me? No, I'm wag saying the, the dog, Wachowskis. Wag the dog. <laughs> I'm saying the Wachowskis. Exactly. Are wag the, that's wag the dog, rich. Are you kidding me? You're saying the Wachowskis are 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 so in they, it with the Kardashians. You're saying that the, these totally families that. are working they totally together. Said it, number one, they said it during a. I think I'm gonna call. I might be called out wrong. They use a lot of pride footage, but when they were on the bicycles, on the motorcycles, it didn't look like the 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 girth of San Francisco pride behind them. So I think they staged that and use footage to insinuate pride right there. It's that's an intentional plug. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's an that's intentionally making a statement. You could have it had. It is a statement for the character. Is it? Was it a statement about the series? If they had a series, uh, like a poster for Sense Eight, saying "Breaking New Barriers," but no, that would be their official marketing team. And there's their PR people that do things on the sliders, like, "Oh, just wait for that to come out." Blah blah. blah. I, you can't. And we're in Pride Month. Are you kidding me? We're in Pride Month. This is June. Uh, Every single yeah. borough has oh, a Pride, and then the very last Pride. See, you know, I always think month. Christina is is doing um, uh, is, is is reading too deeply. I think you know sure. Christina's a little bit on uh, the conspiracy tip, but no, you've got it. Like it's always you, a conspiracy. You nailed it. You nailed it. I, I didn't even realize it's Pride Month. Oh, my in, God. In New York City, it's not Pride Week. We have Pride Weekend, but in New York City, each borough, each week is a particular borough, and then it lands at Manhattan. June is, June, June is also the TV pilot summer you know, coming out month, <laughs> just so to speak. There's a, all the all the summer shows are coming out this month too. So, yeah. it's it's. I don't know if there's as much a conspiracy there. Let's it's talk like about the show. I thought the strongest plot. Believe it or not, to me, the strongest plot ended up being the safe cracker one. Did no. you guys like that? No, 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 no. I thought it was the most interesting. 
He, he has like he pees on a grave and has no. angst for his father. But then she, the the Asian woman has angst for her father and she punches through desks. Yes, that was interesting. Yes. Yeah, I was a fan um, of that. She, what was the strongest plot for you guys in in the first? Olu, why don't you start off? What was the strongest plot for you in terms of the story and like resonating? I think because I'm African, I was like I I was really excited about the Kenyan. We are on the <laughs> same page. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. I can say I don't like it just so we have counterpoint. But yeah, I mean, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I was like really it. excited for it, but I was like, oh no. Why does his mother have AIDS? <laughs> Did it was it AIDS or was he just sick? Because I, I I just watched the pilot like twenty minutes ago and I didn't actually see AIDS. I just saw a sick mother. But you guys put it together. That would be really cliche. Wait, it is cliche, but okay. Oh, you take this away. I want to I want to piggyback your wonderful call. <laughs> I mean, just for me, I like. I'm just so tired of like AIDS being this, like Africa being the side of like AIDS conversations all the time. Not everybody has AIDS. And like also the fact that he is again like a lower class African male where there could be so, like, he could easily have been like an upper class male. They easily could have been like middle class. I just, it was a very, it's a repeated like uh, archetype. The, like the bus saying, thing oh. is interesting though. I, I'm, I'm wondering where the bus thing is gonna go. <laughs> Actually, that's that's what made me. That's why it's my favorite so far. Okay, what's uh, and I'm into uh, preface it to anyone listening. I'm into the fourth episode. Okay, and I have actually been to South America, Peru. When you get off and you're in the airport and you get on those, you give them two coins, and there's eight thousand people. They load the bus and they don't move until it's full. So I've done that situation. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I also loved. I don't know how deep you are, David. But when he loses his mother's his his mother's um, medicine, yeah. Okay, so that continues. That plot continues. La 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 la. This is the first (laughs) freaking time we see the whole like a good amount of the cast interacting to help each other. Yes, that that was was a really great scene. That was. I was like, finally. Okay, so you're not spoiling too much, but actually what you're giving me is really good information about the series engine. You're saying that every one of these plots is going to continue. Not every one, but more than one, and it's more than just they're not. They're not all just going to jump together in episode two and be like, oh, we've got eight superheroes in a room. No, I'm going to say, and I haven't seen that yet, but I'm going to spoil it a little bit for you, David. So he put it on the disclaimer on the podcast. Up to episode four possible spoilers. Okay, so he's driving the bus, only three people. The friend's like, don't pick that chick up. This is a dangerous corner. He needs the money. He he goes to pick her up. The whole bandit group totally steals all of the his money, his uh, mom's medicine, every passenger's stuff. So he basically has nothing, and they take off. So he's like, no. This is my moment. I'm not going to let it happen. He goes He goes after them. But he was working off the adrenaline of the Asian chick. That's why this yeah. is why we're saying. Ah, the interconnectedness. Like, hold on. He starts, he rams, he rams their car. He like chases them. But then when he gets out, he basically gets his butt kicked because he can't fight. And then what she just said, he looks up to the lady who is in the ring to fight. And she's having her own, the Asian woman's having her own agenda. And he says to her, help me. And at this point, you see two of the characters work together. That 
that is that is that is what we want out of this sci-fi exactly. series. That is the theme of the unification of 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 our beings and our energies. Mm-hmm. And that that's actually there's a quote in, um, from Cloud Atlas um, that that uh, there's a great quote quote from Cloud Atlas that's from womb to tomb we are bound to others, past and present. By each con- crime and every kindness, we birth our future together. That so resonates right there. Yeah, and that's mm. where I think this. That's why I think Cloud Atlas is kind of like the beginning of Sense Eight. And that makes sense. you guys, one of the reasons I like the safe cracking plot in in the pilot is wow. because the safe cracker, and it was very subtle, but the safe cracker is trying to listen, and the DJ. The no, it was the sirens. I thought. The, no, but the DJ, the DJ um, is hearing stuff, and she's able. I think it was like um, her, like hearing click, ability, click, yeah. helped him hear the click mm-hmm. better and helped him crack the uncrackable safe. So wait, so you, just, that, you just called it this? Like, okay, I know it's sensate, like the word mm-hmm. sensate, but the interconnected of the senses. You're right. I never thought it. I, I didn't really. That's what in. I thought is the rules of this universe, the superpowers going on here, the sci-fi element. Yeah, the word sensate, it means like awareness or something like that. And so sense eight with the number is a play on that. But I think the thing you're talking about, the borrowing of each other's powers across. And the connection. The world and the connection. Like he it, literally asked her for help. She right. realized because she's standing in the Nairobi desert and she kicks all of these drugs. That's awesome. Up. That yeah. is a great series engine. Why don't you tell us that's what that the shit three. is going to happen? Doesn't happen <laughs> that's in the episode third three. episode. That stuff, if you show, if you show two, three of, of those plots already interconnecting and each other working together knowingly or not knowingly in the pilot, all of a sudden we've got a great high concept series and we have some interesting characters, and we're not so focused on 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 the, the you know the 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 weak character archetypes. We would go we'd <laughs> yeah. go along a lot easier if we knew that this kind of stuff was going to happen. And I like um, that. I'm I'm so happy to hear that that continues and that that becomes part of the series. It made it exciting. Three totally kind of made me say, "Oh, right on. Okay, I'm in." Yeah. It pulled me back to the Daryl Hannah moment in the beginning. Like, okay, I get this sci-fi connection. Let's do it. Yeah. Because right now I still don't even, if someone could tell me, the the Mexican gentleman, who's he connecting to and what? Yeah. I'm so curious about how, like, they're pairing off, like, the German thief and, like, the Indian lady. Exactly. So many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to structure. That's why I feel like it's a little bit trickier in the digital world because nowadays it's not the old school days where it's like six, well, pilot, two, three, four, five, six, if you're renewing, maybe 12. But now you literally, because we binge watch, because Netflix lands 12 episodes, have to have that as proof positive or proof of concept. You can't. You can't have an idea and say, I'm kind of fleshing out a Bible. I'm no, basing it no, off I think, general hospital. I think in the spec market today, even when you're writing for TV, um, what's what's generally accepted, and this is what we talk about a lot at the collective, is you write a pilot episode. If it's a drama, it's you know it's a 60, 65-page pilot, and you write a Bible that's more, less of a 
these uh, historical, uh, historically huge Bibles, like the the Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica Bible is something like fifty pages, that's but that's amazing. that's that's because it's it's an operational Bible for a series that's working. But if you're proposing a series, you do somewhere between a, a five and ten page Bible, and part of the Bible the Bible includes an a, a series description, character descriptions. Um, why is your series different from the others that have come before it? Why should it be on television? But then, uh, you know, a marketing component to it. But then also uh, a season outline, you know, a hundred, a hundred word uh, description of 10 episodes of plot is, is enough. You don't have to go write 12 episodes or 10 episodes. Um, but that's why your pilot has to be so darn representative of your series. And the pilot for Sense8 was not very representative of the series. But then again, of course, it's the Wachowskis. And, and you see this in a lot of the other studio series, too. The pilot for House of Cards, right? Even House, House of Cards was a really big gamble. And it starts slow. A lot of these Netflix series, these dramas... A lot of the streaming studios, even the Amazon Amazon streaming series, they start the one-hour dramas. They stream they stream slow. They their pilots are slow. <laughs> no, they don't. They 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 when you when they they launch they launch a season. So I feel like it's very dangerous to say a pilot and a good bible. You need a pilot, maybe one or two, so we see what your follow up is and a good bible at minimum. Yeah, I mean, in a, if you're writing a half-hour comedy. You can submit two episodes, but I don't. It, it for one hour. What else do you have? What? Yeah, I mean, why spend? It's 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 a lot of work to write a pilot, and a pilot is double duty. You know, a pilot. Now maybe is a good time for me to go through okay. the original pilot checklist. And as I go through the original pilot checklist, why don't I would love it if each of you would say whether we accomplished it or. Maybe give Sense Eight the benefit of the doubt and say, "How did they try to accomplish it?" Okay, so um, and because we've got about fifteen more minutes, so that's great. So I'll go through our eight original pilot checklists, and then you guys can jump in and say, "Did they accomplish it, or how did they try to?" Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. Number one. Screenwriters Collective original pilot checklist, strong thematic opening that introduces lead or main character. No. No, definitely. No, 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 not no. What did they try to do? Oh, you want the answer to what we thought they tried? The teaser is pretty strong thematic opening. I mean, actually, the theme is... Hannah, birthing, yes. It's a strong opening. It's a strong opening, but instinctively, your your lead mains, it, because we, we usually go with like one to two, and there's like eight, and I don't feel like eight were all strong. I'm, I don't know. I don't think. I they think do do a little good. montage after it, where it gets really, it actually got me going. After the teaser, they cut to a montage of each of the characters. So they do introduce visually each character, and the Japanese woman is doing kung fu, and I was like, wait, this 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 show could kick ass. It could kick ass <laughs> if they get right into the journey, but they don't, right? But yeah. you don't, Olu, there wasn't like a strong thematic uh, uh, opening for you in the pilot? No, not really. I think I got lost as to how everything was connected after a while. So I was really expecting like an assassination plot. Like I was expecting to see the dude that was coming for Daryl Hannah's character to, like, appear throughout the show, too. 
It's like, I was expecting somebody to die. <laughs> like, nobody died. So there was an opening. There was some tenseness. I totally agree. There was some tenseness, but it kind of it deflated mm. with the two gentlemen talking to her and who would get her first and how that, well, it deflated, but it kind of landed, but we didn't. they didn't continue with it. I, and, I, and it was confusing because we didn't understand the rules of these two people being yeah. right next to her, and then they're there or they're not there, and then the the bad guy actually shows up. Right. Oh, here, here's another streaming studio pilot laziness. <laughs> they introduced for like for like the teaser a main antagonist in the show, and then the rest of the pilot. Who's the bad guy in the series? What, you know, there's going to be an, an antagonist. I think we met him. Where did he go? We're probably going to end up. I don't know. You guys are so they have episodes in. Does they he come back? No, they do. He. I think he does, and I might be totally off base. Are you thinking but the physician, the, the doctor? doctor. Yeah, yeah, but they don't explain what. Yeah, give me a little bit about what his angle is or what what he's fishing for. Because right now, I'm going to go with the standard. Oh, he wants their powers, or oh, he wants to dissect <laughs> he wants their, their powers. powers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you he wants their brains. Yeah, it, yeah, there's just a doctor. If you had said a chemist, or I mean, maybe he just wants in on the party. Doc. He's like, I feel said, left out. I just want to come to your guys' your okay. annual karaoke <laughs> party in, Who's singing now? in Ibiza. You guys throw like a get together. I just want to come. You know what? And I was I, I'm totally trying to figure out which movie that attacks this, but I can't remember um, uh, if they had actually done the opening with Daryl Hannah and then had been like sight and then you introduced two characters and then they were just like touch instead of because they played so hard on showing that they're like all over the globe with like San Francisco, Nairobi. No, if they had hit all the senses mm-hmm. senses. And then you, for each census, you introduce a set of characters that would connect. When you're talking about how the um, the safe guy, his sense of hearing and the DJ sense of hearing probably is acute. So there, that's how they hooked up. All you had to say is the word census instead of London. Yeah. Hmm. And then introduce two or three characters that are going to share or power through the, the sense of touch. The Nairobi guy and uh, Asian chick and how their physical strength is going to that would have been more on it for me yeah i mean we're talking about senses we're not talking this isn't like guess who's in nairobi tv show <laughs> like they they just they they marketed or they like they geared it towards the wrong the wrong thing for what they were selling it as let me let me get to the number two on our our pilot checklist Introduce core cast, protagonists, antagonists, their flaws, and their gifts. Yeah, I think I like got to know some of the protagonists better than others, and I still am kind of unclear as to who the antagonist is, but I, I think I have a pretty good idea of like the characters going in or who to expect to we, follow. Yeah, we, you know, we talked about whether they introduced them well, mm-hmm. but they didn't... Um, they do introduce them. It's a multi-plot film. There's eight main characters, so they had to do this montage introduction. We don't know what we know. We get a sense of each of their conflicts, their personal conflicts in their lives. We don't know what their gifts are, and we don't know what their flaws are. When you when you introduce a ca- character in a drama, we we want to know, you know, what what 
what they're amazing at, why yeah. we're going to root for them, and then also what is their character flaw that they're going to deal with over the um, the series. We know, I think the only one I can think of is the safecracker guy has a problem with his dad. Um, I think the uh, – the, the Indian the, woman has a story now. The it's, Indian it, woman has a... It finally uh, got deep, like in the oh, fourth episode. Deeper. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, and in the pilot, all we know is she doesn't want to marry her, her fiancé, and she lives in Mumbai, right? Okay. Um, the Japanese woman is instantly sort of like marginalized by her brother, a very kind of a cliche introduction. Um, the... Actor, like we said, that the the gay actor, he's hiding that he's he, that he's not um, out in Mexico City. the The DJ has some past in London, but we you know we don't know what they're good at. We know the DJ is cool at, at she can spin. Like oh, she's good for a girl. Somebody said <laughs> yeah. at that point. Um, well, also she's kind hearted. Like, do you remember the thing with the blind guy and? And well, anyway, she's 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 a good person. She's and she talks about everyone gets expanded at different points. And the cop, the cop saves saves the gangbanger, the young kid. Um, So there's some there's some of that. I'm going to actually say I found it. Sorry to to digress, but okay. Five senses, and I couldn't remember. I knew it was. A <laughs> well, they taught. They were they were different stories that all pulled their thread through it's a feature the film is it a horror yeah it's, no it's not at all okay it's a canadian drama about five different stories kind of crash kind of uh was it babylon whatever not babylon five but um babylon very much like that where there's different stories but each of the people connect through a sense instead of just a a, a person or a simple plot device. and then wakowski said no five senses bull Eight senses. I'm doing eight. (laughs) We can do better. We will not. We we will overcomplicate this plot if 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 it's the last thing we do. Rule number three on the original pilot checklist: introduce the world, setting, the era, and the rules of the universe. World introduced. Yes. Yeah. It's our world. It's current time. Olu. I'm still unclear as to rules, though. Yeah, like, I yeah. have no idea how where if like they're moving into other people's bodies, if they're like simultaneously in the same body, are they like touching others? I'm very unclear as to how they're moving within each other's spaces. With the information they gave you in the pilot, if you had to write the rules, what would they be? When there's some elevated act with one of your senses, it connects you to someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. In the pilot, the DJ takes this drug, um, and that and it connects her out. Connects her out. It elevates her senses. Actually, the the guy that they rob in that scene says there's this new drug called DMT. It's an, oh, it's an echo it biological <laughs> synaptic network. I love oh. it. I mean, at least they had a little sci-fi in there. Is that a real thing? Can I go buy that? Like, I didn't <laughs> see it. I didn't even see the frontal lobe. From load, my dealer? Blah, blah, blah. With, yeah, I don't know about that. So, Or maybe it's so advanced that commoners like us don't know, and only the super rich can get it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, other 
rules the the angel, the woman in the beginning. Is she? Did she connect all these people? She birthed them. We've she birthed them. That. Okay, we said that they, she birthed them by sh- killing herself or by like no. You know. No, I don't think Actually, killing herself was part of the plan, or I don't think that was like part of the birthing. Okay. Okay. Like if she hadn't killed herself, and if she could have gotten out of that space, she could have probably birthed more. And my whole idea, and I, I kept thinking, maybe is there, you know how there's the plethora of people in this the situation, and there there's that one we don't know, this the strong one that is the new Daryl Hannah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm rooting for the Asian chick with the kung fu skills, but like one of them might be have the same. What is it that that device when they they all kind of come and they have all have a power and then the least likely one is the one that has the same power as the mother. Right, right. It will be the 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 weakest of the litter turns out to be the unifier. I, I I'm are they aiming for that? You know, a couple episodes in, are they are they are stories starting to intersect? Yeah, but it seems like the cop dude is going to be the leader. At least from like the get go, it just seems like he's always been the most informed he's and the has the most to practice. The crime scene. Yeah. yeah. And, but he also has like the and Nomi, of, like, Nomi, character. Nomi the DJ shows up in, at the crime scene with him, and and she, he's the first one to witness actual like transport, trans. I guess they transport, right? Teleportation, Tele- like of of the she was, senses or whatever. Nomi was really there though, or no, she wasn't really there. She just saw, but she, he saw her and. I, Wait, I, don't, he was I, I don't know the rules. Yeah, no, he was the first one to see. I think what's they had a convo. They had they had a convo, and then she disappeared. So she wasn't really there. She was there the way the uh, the Indian guy from Lost was there uh, in the beginning. Okay, he's not just the Indian guy from. Lost. I don't know what else he is in. The Life of Pi. That's true. Oh, yeah. But then he also. He doesn't come back in the series in the pilot either. So, the other hot British guy. There you go. Um, number four, introduce the series engine, the concept that will generate episode after episode. We touched on this already. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> A little weak on the series engine. Uh, they. We we do know there's no journey. We do know there's interconnectedness as a theme. <laughs> we do know that there's some kind of power that interconnects them. What are they we I did not know and I'm interested I'm actually interested to hear that each of their plots continue on a straight line like the 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 Kenyan guy and his mother continuing that in episode yeah. two they don't just all show up at the Justice League together and say what are we gonna do let's let's go to a casino and like you know bankrupt the <laughs> everybody with our special <laughs> powers you know so I'm happy to hear that but I did not know that and and that that's a failure of introducing the series engine in the pilot that I didn't know where the series is gonna go um, at all. But we not, don't know if not they're elevating it, though. We the the first round of connections were kind of like, I see you. The camera spins, and it's yeah. the blonde girl, and the camera spins again. So we don't know if they're playing with the audience and or the two people are actually connecting. Then I feel like the second level, which uh, O and I have seen with the fight sequence in Nairobi, was the first time we see them working together. 
So we don't know if maybe yeah. three more episodes down the line, because I, I don't know if you guys seen it, but I've seen some still pictures where they're all in the same room. I've seen that that picture where they're all in the same room. And I think it's a, bl- a gray black background. I can't so wait it, for that moment. You exactly, know, exactly. I, I, you know, I, I we're gigging on the pilot a lot here. And I want to say I liked this pilot and I can't, I think this could be a great series. I'm just saying that technically the pilot's deficient in what, as screenwriters, we should be aiming for. Um, I think it's a perfect pilot for BBC. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually makes a lot of sense, Christina, because BBC has a lot more of the the mini-series. They're traditionally in more of a mini-series format so torchwood wasn't running to give you everything away you didn't even know mm-hmm. he was bisexual to like i think of the second season or way deep in so they slow burns slow burns yeah and that and that that is that is the that is the dirty little secret of the net netflix and the streaming studio series is that they're all slow burns i watched bloodline did you guys watch bloodline on netflix i did start it and that's i've heard about this it's a slow burn right it's olu so i do long fire and that's a slow burn Empire? No, Longmire. Longmire, okay. I was like, Empire is so Super. quick. Empire is <laughs> yeah, real like, quick. That's network. They that drop it like on crack. you. crack. <laughs> it was. No offense. In fact, saying. I think Empire is a little too on the nose sometimes because I'm sitting here and I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, wow, this is awesome. This is like they music. music this is music industry King Lear. And then somebody on the show goes, what is this, King Lear? I was yeah. like, oh, jeez, <laughs> why did you have to do that? It's a little on the nose. That's the problem with network shows. Is they, so the thing. You've got sense. They do got they, empire. <laughs> market. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, and different respect for an audience, right? Uh, an audience uh, that you have to tell them everything that's going on, as opposed to a show like Bloodline on Netflix. They don't tell you anything. It's a really slow burn. Although I will say, Bloodline was worth it at the end. I, will, I haven't I will gotten say that far yet. I will say that it was. It, it it's it never becomes the the kind of gratification you want, but the slow burn does come to some interesting things, and I really believe Sense Eight is going to get there too. I mean, they've never. I'm totally. I wasn't disappointed with the whole Matrix trilogy. I loved every single one, and I like where it landed. I mean, they got a little weaker, but I liked where it landed. Too. Exactly. I mean, because we got such a wonderful kitty, and that's another thing. They're good for oh and amazing opening premise mm-hmm. but can oh, they yeah. sustain that's that's and, the challenge i mean the matrix the original matrix that yeah. feature film is top-notch screenwriting it is fantastic it's bulletproof all the way through to the end and to be honest that was back bef- you know before the wachowskis you know, were emperors and an empress when they were no, brothers. No clothes. When they were brothers. Well, and they yes, had a but great idea. I was gonna say when, when you know, before they were emperors the with, with no clothes, and people could, t- you know, the producers told them, you know, your 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 script needs to be tight. Make it tight. I have seen in my university there were classes that were the philosophy of Matrix. These yeah. kids are brilliant. I yeah, I'm yeah. in awe of what they can do. That's the one reason why when I'm like a little bit wah, of discipline. Wah. They need a little bit of discipline. Um, I would you know just to to jet off to the right. And the other brothers that have this problem are the Cohen brothers, but. The Co- no, the Cohen, they can't the Co- do wrong. La, the Cohen brothers la, la, la. are or the Andersons la, la. are every other movie. Every other movie the Cohen no, brothers it's every, make it's, is it's, 
Is I'm talking about one's script. a Hollywood, then one's a cult classic. Then one's a Hollywood, the next a cult classic. Are I'm talking kidding? about in terms of screenwriting. One one movie is a tight script. Another movie is a really loose experimental one. Another movie is a tight script and really uh, loose. Uh, and when they get it together, when they have a really tight script and a really deep emotional premise, they end up with No Country for Old Men and they end up that with Fargo. Fargo's screenplay oh, is sense. so tight. So yep. I just... You know, I just hope the Wachowskis can... So you're going to do a podcast on the Coen brothers, yeah? Sure. We should just pick a movie or... Uh, when, it's, it's, uh, when are the Coen brothers going to do TV? Wow! You know, who knows? I, mean, I, heard, I, I heard Woody Allen's doing a TV series. So. Introduce a season objective in the planting of the seeds of the series finale in the pilot... Did we get a sense of what the season objective might be, Olu? I think so. If it's people connecting through their senses, then yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> I think so, too. I think I think it has to do with the angel and the mom and, you know. Is that, that her name? I Isn't disagree. That's so loose, dudes. Because we, if, do we have, if we have a straight it's protagonist, loose. what's the, the protagonist's objective? Well, we don't. We don't. We have. We have eight tags. Like I'm talking about like a series, a season objective for the show, right? That's one of the things we say needs to go into an original pilot. Is that we need to set up a question that's going to be answered by the end of the series. Oh, Glee! Is everyone going to graduate? That's how loose that is. <laughs> no, Glee. Are they going to make it to to sectionals? Right? Are they going to? Are they, is is in Glee? Is is the team going to get disbanded by um, the football coach. It's, it's but you a, don't even know your antagonist that well so far. In Sense8, yeah, you're right. You're right about That's that. That's what I'm saying. We don't know the forces that are going to do it. Uh, we do know that, that somebody's trying to stop the Sense8s. Or maybe, or, or we no, know, not no, even you're right, we her. don't know. We Keep like, her procreating, not keep her procreating, keep right. her controlled, not keep her controlled. We don't know Or just that. get invited to the party. Yeah, we don't know what the guy's pissed off about. <laughs> True though. He's just like, don't kill yourself. We want you to have eight thousand more babies. <laughs> don't uh, do it. Better mind melding. Maybe he just wants like a a second date. Like he met he met her on Tinder and. Oh, <laughs> See, like, we're poking hey. fun because it wasn't clear. It's unless yes. you have a decisive like, no, it definitely at that point when he's like, oh, this is the stew that's going to be the remedy for world peace or world destruction. We don't have that. We don't right. have that. No, and you make you make a great point. We're making fun because we don't have an answer. We don't have a a, a clear season objective. We do know that it's going to be something to do with her death um, and that dude, but. Number six is introduce and complete an episode objective. Just a, a plot for each main character that resolves by the end of the episode. Do we have yes. that? And I say yes because they're introduced that there are a bunch of fucked up people that are connected. Oh. <laughs> Nothing deeper than that. I think that – I think I counted and there – Four of the plots are resolved. Half of them are resolved and half of them aren't. Um, let me see. I took, a, counting locations. I took a note on it. Um, that the, the Nairobi 
is not uh, resolved. The uh, Japan is not resolved. No. Um, in the pilot. Let's see what else is not resolved. Mexico City is not resolved. Everything that's like you know international, not resolved. Um, the Indian ladies call is not resolved. No. That's right. Yes, call is not resolved. I mean, actually, I mean, it is yet. Yeah, uh, it's not really even opened. It opens three, three for the Indian Mumbai. Yeah, yeah. You don't even really see the real big because she's like, oh, I don't love him. Yeah, that's a lot of marriages. I guess that, that, in a sense, that's the plot, right? I mean, no, in, it's in a not. sense, in it a sense, deeper. Like if the you said, problem with that one. If you said the plot for Kala is I have a happy life, and then you know the the episode out is I actually have a big problem. You could say her plot gets resolved, um, but but the plot, but no, let's, let's give them some Mumbai? slack. Let's go give- cities, Mumbai. Are you Mumbai. kidding? Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, I'm, not, I'm saying that- it's a bigger problem because yeah. when you see what her ethics are and what her fiance's ethics are, you get twisted in, in the fourth episode. Then you see the real big problem. Structure, oh, yeah. Structurally, though, structurally. But if, you don't get any of got, that until the fourth you, episode. If you've like, got eight plots and you resolve four of them in the pilot, I'm fine with that because there's a, there's a lot of work to do. You could, essentially, you've decided there are four main plots and then there's uh, four minor plots and you will resolve, will resolve those later. That's the, a good point. Who are you calling the majors and who are you calling the minors? So I didn't call them. They just decided to resolve the cop, right? The Will from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided to resolve the safe cracker who is uh, Wolfgang from Germany. Um, they decided to resolve uh, the DJ a little bit. Um, the massacre that in the apartment suite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, it resolved the story to some degree. It she starts out where she's DJing and she meets these guys, and it ends up in a, in a massacre, and she's on the drug. But it introduces her to Will, the cop from Chicago. So at least it it, it was for a reason. Oh, and they didn't resolve um, Nomi, the the trans woman oh, yeah. from San Francisco. So it's it's three out of five get resolved. I mean, it's still pretty good for an, for there is a we have to acknowledge there's a huge challenge when you try to do an ensemble series plot wise. Number seven, introduce series conventions, implant the recurring detail details and mechanisms that the series will use over and over again and make it unique. Yep. Did we get some series conventions, guys? What's a series convention for series? I have no idea. <laughs> Something that gets used again and again. All I see is like the 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 the, um, the switching of characters and spots. Like I, I call it the camera circle. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that seems like it happens so much. Like I feel like they have a circular dolly on set that just like swirls the camera around, swaps and, and out, t- and, and they're telling the actor, "All right, get out of the frame." Okay, no, so get back in the frame. In. Yeah, and then get back in the frame. Get out of the frame. Get back in the frame. Um, in in CSI, they created the CSI shot, so it's sort of like the sensate camera circle. I shot. feel like I was a line producer. I would I would probably be like over because I'm assuming because they keep saying, "Oh, we do it in Nairobi. Oh, we do it here." Mm-hmm. But a lot of these are kind of 
on premise a lot of the um the shots like oh we have to fly that actress to nairobi for her shots and then back to iceland or london for her shots i would be i would cry if i were a land producer on this i would cry like they, a girl the transitions yeah. are really you know they could do something really interesting with the transitions from one place to another they could just do cinematic transitions where one person opens a door on a doorknob and then we cut to Nairobi doorknob or one person gets on a bus in Nairobi and then we cut to uh, Wolfgang getting off a bus in Germany. Even though they have nothing to do with each other, we're trying to go for a visual connectedness thing. Sure. What they do in Sense8 is they just cut and they do an exterior of Nairobi and they say Nairobi on the bottom of the screen, which makes it feel like an epic action movie instead of an interconnected drama. So, like I said, I still I still say that the the pull me back moment was the fight sequence. The fight sequence in Nairobi that was that was a pull me back, and I'm all is not lost. And I think it's probably that, that's not in the pilot. That was probably no. episode two. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Okay, so the. My fi- the only great moments I've found in the pilot that made me pull back were the DJ and the safe cracker finally connecting on the dial, um, and then that was a stunning moment. I liked that, and then Nomi, who's the DJ, traveling to the cop, you know, showing up and finally proving, ah, they are connected. This this show is gonna have some interesting sci-fi stuff to it. Or that glitch that happened with the camera when the cop lost like the two hours of footage or you know night to daytime it was like a skip where his partner was oh, like yeah mm-hmm. there is something weird there i was like yeah i'm digging that it's kind of has a sixth sense if we're talking mm-hmm. about senses you know kind of like that trippy like did i see that done it you know what it totally reminded me of paranormal activity <laughs> Kind of like that jump in camera, like you're looking at a camera, and then like one second, the 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 time lapse of a camera. Okay. Because now that's a very popular thing. While while we're time. on it, while we're on it, Olu, you, strongest moments or favorite moments from from the pilot or as much whichever you can remember that you like. Um, let's see. There was a brief moment when a chicken crossed the desk of the Asian chick and I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was great. Um, the chicken, because the chicken is um, the guy from Nairobi. Right, right. Yeah, it was a chicken that he was given as payment for the bus. <laughs> I love that. So, Interesting that setup and payoff. Interesting really setup cool. and payoff. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. I mean, one of the, the great things you can experiment with a series like this is great payoffs like that you set something up in an earlier episode you pay it off later all the interconnectedness um sets up really great plot payoffs that you can do all the time again i guess we're we're more challenged in the character department number eight the last thing on the pilot checklist is a cliffhanger closing that kicks off the series um reveals that there's much more drama to be explored at the end of the pilot, did we get a cliffhanger closing that click kicks off the series? What was the ending? I don't remember. I'm about two seconds ahead of you there. She was walking up rocks. It was it was the it was the moment, yeah, we did. It was that moment when she was on drugs. Mm-hmm. The blonde. 
the DJ. And she connected, oh, right. she connected to the the cop. And that's when she when she took the drug, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, and everything got slow. And then you realize when we went into his world, he was in the cop car. He had a bit of a slow-mo. Everything his, his partner said to him was slow-mo. Mm-hmm. And they went into the church and they connected. And she's there. That was the first real yeah. big connection. Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a series convention. Using the slow-mo um, at the end of an episode to show the, the camera circle connectedness. Oh, it's the same kind of thing, though, with the camera circle. But, yeah, that yeah, was so an interesting they, ending. They it with those two people, they talked in the church where Daryl Hannah had her moment, and then they kind of landed like a super hard land, a good kind of face-off land, because then she came back because there was the shootout mm-hmm. with the blood, and right. that's how they they landed the pilot. Yeah, I mean, we still don't know where the series is going to go, but it was it was kind of a kickoff. Um, I mean, in terms of a cliffhanger. Yeah, in terms of a cliffhanger closing, I mean, this show opens up f- so many questions that it doesn't answer in the pilot. Why don't we just go around and talk about, um, in summary, our favorite thing about the show and our least favorite thing about the show. And I'll go first so that you guys have time to think about it. <laughs> um, my biggest strength of the show is... The possibility, and we spoke about this earlier, the possibility of interconnecting these characters' conflicts with with help from each other. Like these moments that we talked about where the the DJs helps the safe cracker and um, the 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 Japanese businesswoman with her martial arts helps uh, the Kenyan bus driver. I think that's a great concept and it it's not it's a plot mechanism that integrates their dramas in a this magical, you know, sci-fi wish fulfillment way. We when we are all when we as human beings when we go through adversity, we wish we could reach out to um our friends and family. We do, right? That's how we get support. We reach out to our friends and family for help during tough times, but yep. we wish we could reach out to the best person in the world at <laughs> what we're doing to to That's phone to, to phone a friend to 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 fight some kung fu or to <laughs> to pass the math test or something like that. You wish you were in a connected, and so that's a really great sort of sci-fi wish fulfillment mechanism that I think the show could play off of, and and I I look forward to more of that. I think the 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 weakness of the show is on the character side spending a lot of time servicing uh plot development one of the problems with cloud atlas was that they did seven or eight plots and there was a lot of great character in there that didn't get serviced because they were spending all this time on the plot and i hope you know with 10 or is it 12 episodes sense eight or 10 i think it's think 12 12, with 12 episodes, maybe have more time to explore character. Um, I do want to write a, like a, a third thing. I overall was happy with the treatment of the transgender character in this series, uh, even though we dissected it a lot earlier. But overall, I thought it was well done. But I would say that um, one of the things that I'm really excited about moving forward not only is the way that the characters are going to interact and phone a friend, but also 
I am really interested in the big baddie story. I just really mm-hmm. want to know about the villain. I think he's going to be really cool. And I'm really excited to see where that takes us and how that brings in the other possible sensates in the world. So I, I'm curious to see what that other part of the universe looks like outside of this particular circle of eight. Um, and what's the big, what's at stake? What is the big conspiracy that they're fighting over, right? Right, right. Um, and I guess, like you said earlier, the downside was the character development. I mean, I mean, I think I went in not knowing much about the press or I'm like the trans character or anything, but just being really excited that there were so many characters from all over. So I really just don't want them to be terrible stereotypes of these places that I that we already are aware of. I yeah. just really want more. Right on. Christina? I am super, super, super amped for the connection of characters, not the the juxtaposed putting them in your place. You're you're in my apartment. I'm in your apartment. But when they connect and they say "help me," and they use each other or they connect to each other to help move their own stories forward, I love that. I love I love that. What I think is maybe kind of missing right now that I hope it it kind of broadens out is kind of the reactionary situation of that. Like right now, if I'm in O's apartment. Like the whole freak out in my being of being in your apartment, I don't, I don't know that that's quite there yet. I, if I were in Nairobi right now with a gun in my hand, even if I am a cop, I would still be a little nervous. <laughs> you know I what? Would be like, the, why am I in Nairobi? <laughs> the last thing I want in this series is people teleporting around. Okay, that that is so boring to me. I love the idea of them lending them emotional strength into information maybe and and then their own uh gifts and superpowers that works for me if people start teleporting around See, sense oh, eight i'm gonna didn't be bored even comment on that because that the funny thing is and the the people that write this hear this podcast oh and i <laughs> talked about how cool it was that the nairobi gentleman and the asian women connected to work together but we actually didn't bring up the fact that actually the cop was there too with a gun he in that same too. scene he was remember oh he right had, right he was so it was a it was a three Connection. Connect. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you could do up to eight. They could, they could go there, was, man. He was drop kicked in. He didn't talk to either of them. Again, it was a juxtapose. And he watched. Few seconds, yeah. And he took two shots because he was at the rifle range or the mm-hmm. gun range. But the real connection. Wait, did the bullets come through? The, the bullets actually hit the the drug lord's truck because the white wow. guy was not okay. But so he never talked. In- to the black guy the black guy actually talked to the asian woman and said help me that's what resonated with us we it resonated when he actually connected to her and said i need your help not the fact of just being in someone's place or transporting but actually connecting and getting help there's so much good stuff as long as they don't fully transport trans you know teleport places i'm gonna be great with it i like the idea of bullets going through that's cool like because it's it's just an extension of the cop's um, gift of being you know being a crime fighter. So, yeah, but we took the gift of the Asian woman, but there was a real human connection. They were just he asked her for help. He saw her. He was in the ring. He knew he was getting his butt kicked. She took that on. 
she fought there was you when you see it we'll have a, a follow-up to this podcast about that sequence because that mm-hmm. sequence says a lot about what we want as audience member do we want teleporting or do we want a connection we're showing you okay. the connection resonated the and, teleporting was an add-on and, and this I, is, it happened before the actual connection and and I also said that it was like set up really well too with the whole chicken scene in the first episode. Like we knew they were connected, and for them to actually like make that very explicit in that calling for help was just so awesome. So it was like a beginning of a relationship that we knew was coming. When, it, when is this up. scene? This is episode four. Three, three. It's in three. Okay. Three. So what you guys are talking about has emotionally, in terms of character development, this is a, such a powerful device. What 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 Sensei is creating here is in terms of character is it's it's touching on this notion that of strangers helping each other, strangers understanding each other, mm-hmm. and and reaching out to help each other, and that is such a fantastic theme that we're all interconnected is one you know Ubuntu you know like we're all connected kind of thing is very abstract but in the way sense eight is doing it where these strangers are actually emotionally connected physically connected to each other's deepest toughest moments and they are reaching out to help them that's that's goosebump moment for me i love that like please more of that you know that's where this series could really succeed really succeed I'm going to give one last shout-out to the Wachowskis because mm-hmm. if they're totally doing a Matrix mind meld on us mm-hmm. and that total scene was saying, this is the way Hollywood does it, the white cop and the black guy with the, with the mm-hmm. gun, and then this is the way we do it, the connection with the black guy and the Asian woman, they could be schooling us in a deeper way. Maybe, maybe. I believe in them. I think I love, I love their work. I think this sh- series could go well. There was a couple of g- good things about the pilot, but there's a couple of things – to watch out as, for screenwriters who are trying to write pilots. So I think we got to leave it there. Guys, thank you so much, Christina and Olu. This is The Script, the official podcast of the NYC Screenwriters Collective. The Script is produced by Jordan Rosengarden and David Negrin. You can email, fan mail, hate mail, comments, questions, or proclamations to scriptfeed at gmail.com. Join our Facebook page, our Google Plus page, by searching for NYC Screenwriters Collective. You can follow us on Twitter at ScriptFeed. If you live in New York City, please sign up for one of our workshops on meetup.com or at www.screenwriterscollective.org.